Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen. As we are about to have a conversation about the mundane, one thing we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating, so you can feel free to just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna. I'm a little bit breathy today. Nidhi. Are you? Yeah, Why, I think Michael? I think I'm fighting something, so I can feel it. You know when you can feel things in your in your in your voice. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I'm feeling today. Well, you made that wonderful ginger tea, so hopefully that will. Do you like it? I enjoy ginger oh, tea, so okay. that's yeah. It can be a little bit strong. Like I think I oversteeped mine. I think I, I need to lightly steep the ginger tea because it was ahead. a bit peppery. See, I love that. Okay. I love it when it's oversteeped. One of, one of the interesting things about Nitty is whenever we go to a restaurant, one thing she'll always do when the food comes, she'll always be like, do you have some hot sauce? Can I get some hot sauce? Before she even tastes it, It's there's got to be hot sauce on the table. I really um, I uh, evaluate my restaurants based on their hot sauce selection. Oh, really? I so do. What, what, what is a faux pas? If I ask for hot sauce and they give me Tabasco, no, no, not a good scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a good scene. Or Frank's, even worse. Really? Yeah. What if they bring you a little tray of different sauces? That works. I'm very impressed by that. All right, so there you know, there you go. If if Needy comes in, have your tray of sauces there ready. There you go. There you go. I wanted to talk to you about doors. Let's do it, Marco. So. First of all, what kind of door do you have at your house? Is it a metal door or a wooden door? Uh, you know, that's a good question, actually. So, I want to say it's uh, like it's a it's like a fire door because I live in an apartment, right? So, it's um, I'm assuming a wooden door, but I could be very wrong. No, because it's a fire door. But so the door that wrong. leads to your apartment is a fire door. Yeah. Okay. But not like your typical fire door like you would find in an office. Right. But it's... Don't apartments have to have like a special type of door? Oh, I that's a great question. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. My door is a metal door. Is it? Yeah. It's a metal door because we have a magnet on it. And uh, my preference is a wood door. Mm-hmm. Because do you prefer to knock or ring a doorbell, Nitty? What's your preference? Like when you approach a friend's house or a stranger's house that you need to contact... 
I usually first look for a doorbell. So you prefer a doorbell? I don't know if it's that I prefer it. It's more of, it's what I'm accustomed to. Okay. So it's habitually what I would look for, but I would love to have like a door knocker or something like that. I think like your that. door is a wooden door. Is it? I think it's, now that I think of it, because I'm like, I was just about to say I haven't, I haven't been to your apartment, but I so have. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded the last episode there. Yes. And. Uh, well, I think the front door is definitely a wooden door. Front door. Like the front door leading into the corridor. But See, I, I think that's the black one. Yeah. I think that's a metal door. I think your I door is a wooden door. You know how you can find the, easily find this out <laughs> is knock on the door when you go home and see how it feels, feels, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you that way either. Do you have one of those things that you look out? No. What are they called? A pe- the peephole? Peephole, yeah. You yeah. don't have one? No. Oh. You should well, get one. Like, I live in a house, right? So. I have one. Now, do you, do you, would you use a peephole? Because Amanda uses it. I don't really use I it. I don't use it. Also, the doorbell for our, for our the house that I live in doesn't work. So oh. in order for you to, um, for me to open the door, you would be contacting me. I see. So I would know who's at Who the door. Is, okay. And what if you're expecting a package? I don't really expect packages. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you need to get more packages delivered I think so I guess so what about have you ever seen those door I guess they're called knockers and stuff that have different kind of like and like a woodpecker that knocks (laughs) or like a little bear's paw I don't know like like a a lion or something what do you think of those I think I mean okay so door knockers for me can be really cool like Mm -hmm. if they're like a family treasure of some sort or something or or like Wow, what kind of families do you know that have family crests like that? Just, you know, if you're like own a castle in England or something. Okay, fair. Okay. A door knocker. Oh, like that. that. It would would knock like that. Correct. My goodness. Um, I just knocked my glass. We hope we didn't just wake everyone up from their slumber. I'm sorry about that. If you have just woken up, we're talking about about door knockers. Um, So, yeah, if you have like a castle, you kind of, you can't have a doorbell. You have to have a knocker. That would be very. Right, right. I think there's some. Like, like the house that we used to have in Montreal. Was it a castle? It was not a castle. Okay. But it was like an old, kind of Victorian home. So, okay. it, like a door knocker was very much a part of the um, look and feel of the house. Right. I think so if you were what, to have. What did your door knocker look like? Oh, I can't even remember. Was it just it was a, like a, a metal, ring? Was it just a, a ring or was it? Um, I think it was a ring. Okay. Um, I didn't use the door knocker that much because no, I never went enough. to the first, I never went to the front door. I always went to the back door. Um, but like if you have like a modern house, I feel mm-hmm. like a door knocker would be really, I don't know, out of sorts. But then no, some, I've, I've seen some like cool door knockers. Like novelty modern. ones? No, even just like um, interesting shapes or like okay. depending on the way your house looks, you could have something that reflects the neighborhood or your home. For example, I'd like to get one at the cottage that's kind of like beachy, whether it's a starfish or a, oh, nice. A, I don't know. Sea but that would or, go with the cottage, right? Like, I'm, but nobody I, really. The interesting thing is, nobody knocks on the door at the cottage. No, exactly. Right, you just kind of come in, and yeah. if you have guests, I guess they could knock. But generally speaking, you would have the door open, and people would come from the front door. 
And when you knock, like when you're knocking right. on a door, using a door knocker, how many knocks do you do? Okay, so if I use my 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 fist, mm-hmm. a fist. No, what do you what call are you doing? it? Punching I'm, your no, but like, like if I'm not doors. using a, if I'm not using a, a knocker, a proper knocker, if okay. I'm just knocking with oh, my hand. Oh, I see. Okay? okay, okay. What would you call that? Like a a clenched hand? <laughs> sure. Okay. So if I'm if I'm knocking with my hand on the door, I think I knock three times. Mm-hmm. Knock, knock, knock. If I'm using a door, like a brass door knocker, I think twice. Bang, bang. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. That th- sounds about right. I don't know what the what the etiquette is with regards to that. Nitty's going to look it I up. I don't know. I'm going to ask. Now, is there a particular color that you like for your door? Oh, that's a good question. Because we painted ours yellow. Oh, why and did you choose yellow? Because I was like looking into like feng shui colors and i don't know we just wanted to paint it i think it was a it was kind of like an off-white and we were just like let's paint it an interesting color or something like that and i don't know how we determined yellow i think maybe amanda picked it i don't think i was like fighting too hard um well it is supposed to be very calming um color color i don't know i don't know what to be honest i really don't know why we picked yellow but we picked yellow I, I think red is a good luck color for doors in feng shui. That's why you'll often see well, homes with red doors. It's also easy to like make it distinct because not many people have a red door. So I'm the house with the red door. Right. You know. I think there's more homes than you think that have red doors. Really? Yeah. Now that I said that, you take a look when you're like jogging or driving and see see how many red doors you see. I will do that now. Mm-hmm. You I... know what we did at my mom's place is we put in a key, keyless lock is, yeah oh, and how it's, does that work so basically you still have a key for it but you can access it with a series of numbers so you just kind of like type in like a keypad right and you type in the number whatever it is let's say it's one two three and it'll unlock the door which is great when you have a lot of things in your hand you can just type in the number and it opens it up nitty to install this it was a nightmare you know when you get instructions in something you've purchased mm-hmm. and they don't they aren't clear mm. and you would think that a company that offers you know a product that requires installation nowadays would have a website that would explain it right mm-hmm. luckily there's a whole bunch of YouTube videos out there that people like us put on the net so thank you to those people who decide to put how to set your keyless store lock because we were able to figure it out only because of that because the instructions were far too um, convoluted for us to figure that out what about a doormat do you have doormats in front of your place I do but I just want to go back to the instructions for a moment oh sure because I recently put together using Ikea instructions um, a box essentially okay for my living room and is it the one i saw the other day the one that i said this is really nice and you said i got it from ikea um that you have like your candles and, and no, no this was in the study room where okay. the desk that you gave me is there's okay. like three box type things there now okay and uh to put together these very simple boxes took me like an hour wow because, yeah the instructions 
because you know how IKEA instructions don't have words, words. right? They just have that little stick guy or and, girl. Yeah, and the pictures, right? And so I had to Google it online to figure out. Apparently, there's a common problem with this box because okay. you have to make sure that the side that you put in last is the correct one. Otherwise, the thing won't fit. Oh, so it's one of those, like, if you get it in the wrong way, it's not going to work. Oh. Yeah, if you put the wrong right. side up mm-hmm. last, it'll it'll just be a mess, and then you'll ruin the entire thing. So, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you solve Were you able to? I was able to solve it, and then it was a breeze. Sure. But, you know, it was one of those... Oh, Ikea moments. Yeah. It's um, one of those that, you know, we were we were discussing life hacks, you and I, mm-hmm. and there's a life hack that says when you're doing a Ikea assembly or some sort of assembly project, to have a um, muffin tin to put the different screws and bolts oh, in. so that sense. Because, you know, oftentimes you'll get something that has different types of screws that you're going to have to use one type in one area of the thing you're putting together and another type and it'll have nuts and bolts and mm-hmm. things that you might need well you put them in the different sections of the muffin pan and you'll know where they are so mm. you're not scrambling to look for them i thought that was a great that life is hack. a great life hack um Mark, i'm just looking at knocking etiquette oh so there is such a thing there is and it really depends on what your intention is when you're knocking okay so if it's sort of like a general access knock you're really looking to um, knock your knuckles four times. Oh, four. So if you're just trying to get uh, access to room, it's a general knock. It's one, two, three, four. And okay. you're supposed to, um, for those of our listeners who are musically inclined, it's supposed to be in a straight eighth note pattern. Okay. Do you know what that means? No, not quite. I but... don't either. Um, so it would be like a clock, clock, clock. Okay. Clock. So there's an extra knock there. But if it's an inquisitive knock, like, you know... Uh, uh, are you home or something? Are you home and you're expecting a response from the person on the other side or something like that, then you're supposed to do it in odd numbers. Okay. So three knocks or five knocks. Oh, interesting. Um, but, uh, it's yeah, so it's almost always... Um, and it's done... Both those knocks are done with your knuckles. Okay. So... Uh, that's an interesting one versus an expected knock. Um, you don't need to be as polite with your knocking because the person's expecting you. Okay, so you're, I'm coming to your house to record a podcast. You're expecting me. So how many times do I knock? So you still knock about three, like three times, okay. similar to the inquisitive knock, but with more emphasis. Okay, so, like I'm here. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Okay. Or um, you, most commonly people will just do a simple two-knock pattern. Because it's expected. Right. So, you're so the waiting. person knows. So yeah. It's like knock knock. Um, so that that's that's pretty much basic knocking wow. etiquette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about doorbells? Do you ring it just once and stand back and wait? How long before you ring it the second time? That's a good question. How long I usually wait anywhere from like five to fifteen seconds. Okay. Right? Because Well it depends on the doorbell because now they you know, there was a time, I know my mother-in-law just installed a doorbell that would, you could have different chimes. Oh. So she had like Christmas and then she changed it to New Year's and it has like the bells of Westminster and like it has. How long does the bell take to ring? Uh, well, let's just say, you know, you're listening to a tune by the time all <laughs> is said and done. But 
I think it also depends on whether or not I like the, you know the person's at home. I like the ding dong. You know that simple, 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 just ding dong. I like that. And if you know the person's there and you keep ringing, right. I feel like that's a little excessive. But if you're not sure as the person home, I would ring maybe twice, three times max. See, we have a problem with our doorknob, our door, our doorbell, because you can only hear it on the main floor. So if we're all the way upstairs and you ring the bell, I won't hear it. So make sure you call or you keep ringing because... Good to know. Sometimes I'll be upstairs and I'll be like, was that the doorbell? And then by the time I come down, mm. there's a note on the door that I now have to pick up the package at a post office. And I'm like, oh, I missed it. You know what I mean? Um, I feel yeah. like there's got to be a life hack for... Um, or a way to make that easier, like the delivery of packages. There should be. There should be something right? where you can... Like you get a text... Yeah, or you can track it in real time. Yeah, that'd like, be is great. it at your door or mm-hmm, something? Mm-hmm. GPS type of locator on the package. Now, so your doorbell doesn't work at your place? No. Are you planning to get it fixed? I think I need to change the batteries or something. Oh, so it's a simple thing that you just... I think so. Okay, I, I can just... help you with that in oh, case. We'll perfect. take a look Thank at it. Can you this. also put my smoke detector back? Oh, you should have that working. Yeah, it, it required... So here's the issue with the smoke detector okay. slash carbon monoxide detector. Mm-hmm. Um, right before the holidays, a few weeks before the holidays, it started to beep, but it, it was beeping so infrequently that I thought I was just hearing things. Okay. And then it started to beep and beep and beep, and then a woman's voice started to come on every 20 minutes saying battery low change batteries wow you have a very sophisticated uh except marco it did this all night long between the beeping and the woman's voice now the problem with all of this is that i am five foot three. Oh no and my ceiling is very high right and the step stool that i had oh no could not reach it so i was spent the whole night in this like state of <sighs> i think torture because they must use this type of torture on sure people um trying to fall asleep and being woken up by this beeping every time which means that it's really great if there is a problem because you're going to wake up to the sound of this alarm right not so great if you're just trying to get through the night so what did you do well i had to so what we need what i needed was a uh proper ladder now i don't have a proper ladder so i called my landlord and they were like, well, we can send someone, but it's going to cost you $150. What? I have a ladder. I know, because you're really responsible once you get into the unit of changing the batteries in the carbon monoxide or the, the, the smoke detector. Right. So uh, one of my friends came over, and uh, I live right across from a uh, um, almost like a warehouse type of... Uh, building. I think they re, 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 they salvage wood salvage and create wood. furniture right. and stuff. So he went across the way and was like, "Hey, can I borrow your ladder?" And actually, they said sure. And so um, he brought the carbon monoxide. I mean, he brought the smoke detector. He turned, but he's six foot. He's just over six feet. Right. And even with the ladder, really, almost couldn't get it because of the the angle of the ladder had to be in such a way that the rung that he had to stand on to reach the 
smoke, smoke detector wasn't was almost just out of reach. Oh no! Because of the angle, right? So he finally got that, and then we brought it down, and it was like, okay, great. Now we all just need a drink, and so let's go. And as we're going out the out of the house, the smoke detector um, beeps again. And it was like this mad like moment where everyone was like, oh my God, no, no, we can't. Right. So, so um, we took the batteries out and I had to replace it. So now I have the batteries to replace it, but I don't have a ladder and I don't have the height to actually replace. But can does it have to be in that spot or can it be positioned elsewhere? I don't know. Like, is it stuck on the wall or is yeah, it removable yeah. from the no, wall? Yeah, no, it's like, it is removable, but right. it's stuck on the wall. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Where else are you going to put it? Some of them are like detachable, right? That are kind of screwed into a plate that holds it into the ceiling or whatnot. So probably that's it. Mm-hmm. So you mean I can just like, put it anywhere? Like where is the actual smoke detector now? Is it in its place or is it off its place? In oh, it's sitting off. On, it's is off it its sitting place. on it on a table or something? Let's say, right? Yeah, underneath the sink, essentially. Okay, now, do you insert the batteries into the unit that's underneath the sink? Mm-hmm. Then you could probably place that anywhere you want. Oh, really? Yeah, most likely, like, because the higher it is... Now, I'm no fire <laughs> expert and fire chief, but you want to keep it high because the smoke will billow up. Mm-hmm. And you don't want it, let's say, above your stove. Right. Because otherwise, if you're cooking something, it'll it'll go off, right? right. So that's why you tend to put it somewhere high, high in the middle of your... apartment or whatnot right yeah that makes sense and so you could put it somewhere that's a little bit more accessible to you the problem is that all my ceilings are so high that there would be no other than in the kitchen on top of the refrigerator right there would be no place for me to put it that would be that high i'll figure it out i'll come over and we'll figure something out. perfect but right now are you smoke detectorless yes oh that's not good no okay we'll figure this out yeah. listeners stay tuned to that yeah. but i wanted to ask you about doormats yes what do you think of doormats i love them personally and i wish we had more in this house we have like three or four we change with the seasons yeah oh oh okay for your outdoor yeah doormat. for the outdoor yeah um i use it only really in the winter for okay. my boots right um, I'm talking about the, I like the ones outside that say welcome, welcome or beware of dog and part of it's kind of like looks like it's been bitten or something. <laughs> what are the three that you have? I have a there's a summer one mm-hmm. that I think is some sort of beach scene but mm-hmm. I think it's made its way to my cottage. Mm-hmm. I have a plaid blue plaid one that I guess would be our winter one. Oh a blue plaid like one. Like it's a light blue. I think it's out there right now. Okay. And then I have, um, I think one that we got rid of that was a green, a green one Color. that said something on it. I don't remember, but I like I like doormats. Do you? What do you like about them? I don't know. They're just like they can be funny or they can be like classic or. What do you think that? It t- do you think it says something about the people living in the place? Oh, like personality. Yeah, I think so. I think it can it can express your personality at the door. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, mine's a very utilitarian one. Okay. But uh, no, yeah. let, let me ask you this: What about wreaths and things like that hung on the door? I didn't grow up with it, so okay. I, I never did it. But right. I would totally hang a wreath on my we door. We have. We grew up 
just around the holidays, like around Christmas, hanging them, right? Right. And then I was at one of these like houseware type stores, you know, that have, they have a section for clothes and a section for beauty and a section for home. Well, when I tend to go to those and Amanda's trying on clothes, I'll go to the home section. Mm. And I found this really beautiful wreath that had colored eggs around it. So it was an Easter themed wreath. Okay. But it was really pretty. And it was on sale. So I bought it. And I've used it now for three or four years. And then... So do you know the town of Schaumburg? Now, Dale Boyer is is from from, there. Exactly. It's from Schaumburg. So Schaumburg has a Christmas... I can't believe I'm talking about Schaumburg Christmas because really I should be talking about this with Dale. But she comes up quite a bit on our show do you know she does she does we have to have her back we do so um i was at schaumburg christmas and it's like this little town that has a little christmas market and they do a little parade and it's kind of a rural community Mm -hmm. so the parade is like a lot of tractors that have christmas lights on them and whatnot so we're walking down the little town square going into various shops and you know me i like to pick up various knickknacks and things and they had these they look like you know those red red cranberry type berries that you see around christmas time mm-hmm. they're, they're it's not holly berries but they're bigger berries mm-hmm. well they had this this big cluster of them and they kind of looked like um candied apples you know candied apples have this really sort of shine and redness and whatnot so yeah. it was a, a bunch of little cranberry size circles that were coated in this you know look like candy apple red so it looked very very festive and i remember spending i think it was 36 dollars for it and this was a while back and i was like this is a lot of money for something that you hang on the door yeah and i was kind of like am i really gonna spend 36 bucks on this and i was with dale and she's like "Mm, you'll probably really like it and I'm like, I and do really it like it. Yeah. And I go, and it'll remind me of Schaumburg. I've used it every year since then. It's must, it must be 10 years that I have it. Oh, and wow. I love taking it out every time. It looks so great on the door because it's so... Vibrant. Vibrant. And, you know, you can buy these type things at your local hardware store and whatnot around, around the holidays. But they don't have... This one's really well made and right. it's really like red. Handcrafted? No, I don't know if it's handcrafted, but it's just one of those ones that you, you know you can tell the quality of it and it's lasted. And so that began my sort of uh, door wreath, you know, fascination. Fascination. And now I'm looking for a summer and spring door wreath. Ah. Amanda puts one up that I really don't like. <gasps> Does she know you don't like it? She likes it, but I think it looks... I don't like the way it looks. What? what? It's like a summery one. It's kind of like... um, It's like this... You know that kind of... How do you describe this? Like wickery... It's like a wickery um, wood. Like thin pieces of straw, wickery wood. I don't know what you call this. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a term for it. And it's kind of like folded in kind of a... What, what do you a call heart it? shape? No, not a heart shape, but like a this shape, like a... Oh, like a knot-ish, uh, like a, like a ribbon, like a yeah, cross ribbon. Yeah, like a ribbon. ribbon. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's got a few little flowers mixed into it. 
I don't like it. What would you like in a summer wreath? I don't know. Something summery. I don't know. I need to find, I need a good suggestion of a summer wreath. And I know that you can go to like Michael's and places and they even have like a workshop where they show you how to make wreaths. I was going to say like you're so crafty and artistic that like you could just make your own wreath. I guess. I guess. I just have to sort of sit and do a door wreath for the summer that I like. So I'm looking at some wreaths right now. Okay. What's interesting, like, I like, so there's this wreath here that isn't a circular wreath. Right. Because most wreaths are circular. Right. I think that's kind of cool for the summer, something different. Yeah. A little bit. My spring wreath is the, is the eggs. So I just need a good summer. I need a summer wreath. Yeah. 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 Well. It does make, it does make a home. Like a, a good first impression. Sure, there you go. first impression. Well, there you go. Well, and again, you can be like, I'm the one with the wreath on the door. Oh, yeah. In summer. I like that you use it as like a, a distinctive marker for your home. I do. I do. I do. Well, on that note, we'll have to let you know what summer wreath I find when I... I get one that I like or I design one. Until then, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode on Doors and Nitty Smoke Alarm. As always, we are produced by Drumcast Productions and have been recording in Toronto, Canada. So until the next time, we hope you listen and sleep.